I greet you all in the wonderful name of the living Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. This is another day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and be glad in Him. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I do not take this moment lightly. I do believe that it is by His grace that we have gotten thus far with the podcast. And once again, I'd like to show my gratitude. Um, I got great news yesterday um, telling us that the podcast is doing very well on Apple Podcast. Once again, it's not by might, nor by power, but it's by His Spirit. Um, and I understand people have been taking their time off their schedules, um, making time to listen to the podcast. And this is me once again giving my gratitude and saying thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not that the Lord did not have anyone better to do this job, but once again, it's just a humbling experience to have this opportunity to be used by the Lord once again. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for the day, I'd like to share, um, if I were to put a subject, a title for this episode, I would say, His presence is better than His presence. His presence is better than His presence, meaning being with Him is much more better than having His gifts without Him. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be sharing from the book of Exodus, chapter 33. I'll be reading starting from verse 14 in the King, in the Good News, actually. Good News version, it reads as follows. The Lord said, I will go with you and I will give you victory. Verse 15, Moses replied, if you do not go with us, do not make us leave this place. If you do not go with us, don't make us leave this place. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that most of us are familiar with the phrase, are familiar um, um, with anything in relation to the subject that uh, most of the time let us not abandon someone because of what the person has to offer. But unfortunately for us, most of us Christians, we usually affiliate, associate ourselves with God because of what God owns. Most of us usually tend to, 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 to draw closer to God because of what God can offer to us. If you do not understand that, listen to your prayers at some point. Most of the time, we never have a prayer life unless we need something from God. Sometimes we never pray um, with devotion. We never pray understanding that we need to build a relationship with God. But most of the time, we only pray because we need something from God. And most of us, our relationship with God is dependent on what God has to offer. Sometimes after we've gotten whatever that we've been praying for, we tend to relax. Some of us don't usually have a prayer life because we think that we have everything under control. Sometimes we even use the blessings from God as an excuse for us not to have a healthy relationship with God. Sometimes we use the people around us that God has allowed into our lives and we use those people as an excuse. Sometimes we do not have time to pray because the blessings that God has given us are standing right in the way. Sometimes we think that the blessings that God has offered us actually make us whole. 
But unfortunately, if we were to understand that our lives could be in trouble, if we could understand that we can be challenged in beyond measure, and most of us can crumble when we remember the fact that if he does not go with us, if his presence is not with us, then we are under trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, for an example, let us imagine today if, if, if someone, actually, if, if someone would come in front of you and ask for your things, that anything that you owe, if people would rob you of everything that you own, most of people have heard them saying that as long as you still have your soul, as long as you're still alive, then it means that you can still accumulate whatever that you had before. What I'm trying to say now is that as long as you have the presence of God in your life, you can still get back on track. It doesn't matter how challenged you are. It doesn't matter how much of the things that you've lost, but as long as his presence is still there, it doesn't matter whether you've lost everything that you think that you own, but as long as he's still there. We learn this from the book of Job. Job, according to the Bible, was a man that feared God, that understood his role with God. He understood everything, but we understand that he was challenged. And so many of us have heard the story and some of us have have, have, have recently brought it to be a cliche because a lot of people, whenever we are challenged, we reference the story of Job, that God would send the devil, would allow the devil to actually challenge you because at the end of the day that you need to be challenged, that God is is very much confident in you, that God at the end of the day understands that you as a person will be a person that needs to be challenged. We apologize for that cut. Now, as I was saying, that Job was a person that understood his rightful place with God, his role that he had to play, and everything that he had to do. And now, this is the story that we use for reference. But I like his answer when everyone around him started questioning him. That he said, my Redeemer, for I know that my Redeemer lives. This is something that we can learn from him. Understanding, ladies and gentlemen, that in my own retrospect, in my own understanding, I would say what Job was trying to say is that everything I had before found me with God. And as it leaves, it leaves me with God once again. That I understand every possession, every asset, everything materialistic, Thing or blessing that I might have can leave, but as long as I have the presence of God with me, then it is okay. As long as I still have him on my side, as the Bible says, greater is he that is in us than the one that we, that is in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to confess, I am here to profess in front of you to say that ladies and gentlemen, it is better to have him on your side than have his blessing on your side that the materialistic things that we run after will not last forever the materialistic things that we 
usually pray for, the materialistic things that we go for, that we usually prioritize in our lives will not last us for eternity. They will not give us rest for eternity, but what will is his presence. It is much safer to go through challenges and tribulations with him than to go through everything that we go through with assets and materialistic things that we've seen. We have seen during the COVID times when we were unable to move around as we wanted to, when we could not just move freely as we wanted to, that it is much better to have him on your side because some of us had everything, the rightful things that we could use to enjoy, but we could not go out and enjoy them. Same as the Israelites. The Israelites, at the time as they were moving from Egypt to the promised land, they had the skill, they had uh, um, things that they could exchange for food, but they could not get the food that they needed. Ladies and gentlemen, they had the skill. They had the money to buy food, but there were no shops provided for them to buy the food that they wanted. So God had to make a provision. What I'm here to say tonight is that at the end of the day, you can be blessed with a bed, but God is the one that will provide you with the sleep. You can be blessed with everything that you can own, but peace comes from the Lord. The peace that surpasses all understanding comes from the Lord. That, ladies and gentlemen, most of us go around living life with a void, but it's only God that can fill the void because it's only God that understands the void that lives within us. Until you understand that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much of a bad situation you are faced with and how much challenges that you come across. But at the end of the day, it is better to have his presence with you. So today, I was just here to share that shortly with you, that it is better, it is good, it is well to have his presence with you, to have him with you, than to lean in the presence, his blessings, his assets, the things that he blesses you with. Ladies and gentlemen, allow yourself to understand that you cannot pray for blessings more than you pray for his presence. You cannot be here praying for everything, God, I want a car, God, I want a house, more than you can pray that God, please be with me today. Some of us usually wake up without thinking that we need his presence. We need to start with him as we start our day and end off and close our day with him. We cannot continue living life as if we own everything that we come across. Ladies and gentlemen, I plead with you. I ask you, there's no way that you can pray for blessings more than you pray for his presence. You cannot be here praying every day, asking, begging that God, please bless me with this. Please bless me with that and forget about your relationship with him. God is not Santa Claus. Let me close with that. God is not supposedly there to bless you with each and everything that you own. And God is not someone that we refer to seasonally. Only when the season comes, then you start praying to God. Only when inconveniences come, then you start praying, praying to God. That only when you need him, then you start referring to him, then you start asking with him, asking of him 
that he should be with you. Most of us only pray to God because we need him at that particular moment. That because you're you, you afraid of that interview, then you ask God, please be with me. Just because you're afraid. Sometimes just because you're afraid that you think that you do not have enough strength. I'm not saying that that is wrong, but that's not the only time we should stop praying. Ladies and gentlemen, I beg of you, understand that his presence is much better than his presence. May God bless you. May God be with you. May God continue to shine his face upon you. May God continually reveal his word in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen. May we pray the prayer that Moses prayed, saying, God, please do not move me if you are not going to be with me. I do not want to move without you. And at the end of the day, in this particular verse, as Moses was praying, we understand that Joshua was in the room. We understand that at this present moment, it's when he was about to move the Israelites and lead them to the promised land. There are so many inconveniences along the way that were facing the Israelites. There are so many inconveniences that were coming forth for the Israelites. But at the end of the day, what helped them get to the promised land, regardless of how many things that they lost along the way, as long as we do not lose his presence, as long as we still continue to have him on our side, as long as he is on our side, who can be against us? Or let me rather phrase it in this way, who dares be against those that have the Lord on their side? Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. In the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen.